Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Hi, welcome back to another episode of Left Turns and Loud Noises. I don't know what episode it is. We're recording on June 27, 2023, 8.30 p.m. I'm your host, Anthony Dietrich, your favorite. Uh, I am joined by your second favorite, the former mayor of Danger Bay, Kevin Costello. What's good, my dude? Yeah, man, going good. Uh, good, uh, good day today. You know, just another day. Here we are, looking forward to a, a big, big weekend ahead and uh, reflecting on, on kind of what we've seen this past month a lot to talk about on today's episode very much we've missed the last four weeks ever since the indy 500 episode that's okay life happens we're busy things jumble around one thing that isn't jumbling around is who our third host is it's nolan back again nolan how you doing buddy? hey what's up everybody i just turned 30 yesterday was my birthday so He's i old. hit the big 3-0 and i'm old now Happy birthday, Nolan. Happy old. birthday. Um, how does it feel being basically retired? Um, how's your gray hair? How's uh, <laughs> how's social security? <laughs> All right. Kevin coming in with the old jokes. Everybody keeps asking me. They're like, oh, how does it feel to be 30? I'm like, it's the same. Like, I, I don't know. Like, is there a switch when you turn 30? I, I don't know. So anyways, yeah, I'm officially an adult. I mean, I will say I'm officially, or I'm I'm pretty close to that. I'm closer to 35 than I am to 21. So I, I figured that out today. That was upsetting. That's horrifying. Um, I know, but Wait, I mean, am, you am know, am I the oldest here? No, I Matthew is technically the oldest. I, I don't okay. know if he's right. 30. He's still in his 30s or his 40s. I think he's in his 40s now. But he would have been happy to know that there's another person in the 30 group. Uh, <laughs> I'm so. forever the baby. Okay. You are forever. We we can't really get anyone younger than you at this point because it'll just be a lot of screeching and reminiscing for the 2017 Cup package. We don't really need Pretty that. Much. Pretty so, much. Um, we missed a lot. We're gonna go through what we missed, and we're gonna do it really fast. That's why I'm a little amped up right now. So, um, yeah, we missed a month. Um, yeah, real quick, Max Verstappen's won every F1 race that we've had <laughs> so far. So we've we've covered <laughs> Formula One. Don't have to talk about that. Um, Joseph Newgarden finally won the Indy 500, ran into the crowd. New celebration, I guess, has been unlocked. Um, 
any i mean the indy 500 was cool um chase elliott got suspended uh who won the coke 600 again ryan blaney and ryan blaney ford, finally won a race ford's been in the shitter ever since uh yeah hit a concrete wall recently <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, found one of the only unprotected walls in NASCAR. Um, then I guess we went to Sonoma after that one. No, we went to Gateway. Gateway. Um, yeah, Chase Elliott got suspended. Corey LaJoy was in the mud. Brakes don't really work very well at Gateway. Surprise, surprise. Uh, Coastal, uh, Carson Hosevar hates that track. And Kyle Busch is the best RCR driver we've seen since Kevin Harvick. Um, I, I've been told I cannot say they're the second best team because Austin Dillon does exist on the team, as <laughs> Nolan has pointed out to me. And I seem to like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, hey, hey. I they're, can't uh, deny Kyle Busch has been amazing this year. Absolutely. Yeah. But they've been off and on, too. But you can't forget Noah Gregson's concussion, too. Yes, Noah Gregson did have a concussion, which gave Grant Enfinger, I think, his second career cup start. I think um, it was his first. He attempted. I, I, I his forgot first. he was in that race. I'm be honest. A lot of people <laughs> forgot he was in that uh, Sonoma race. Martin Truex Jr. confirmed boring when he wins races. Um, Portland is kind of cool. I, I kind of really like Portland. I, they had a Formula E race there last weekend. Uh, that's a kind of a cool track. I get why NASCAR teams may not enjoy traveling all the way out there, especially not for like a huge purse. But I thought that was a really good race. Gave us a little fight. Um, you know, do we, Jeb Burton kind of got dragged through the mud in that fight, which was kind of funny. I, although I do like Jeb Burton. It's kind of, he, he, he runs his mouth and then all of a sudden people are like, here are the receipts. Please shut the fuck up. And then he does. <laughs> <laughs> Grant Enfinger has, by the way, for anyone curious, he does have what, that was his first career start. He attempted one in 2011. So that's cool. Bingo. A uh, friend of the program, Bat- Brad Perez, has done a bunch of races, including one in- where he replaced uh, Alpha Prime Driver in, I believe, the 44? I think it was the 44. Uh, was yeah. it the 43? 43 or 44. Okay. Well, yeah. friend of the program is also racing again this weekend. Buy as much. Oh, shit. I forgot to mention this podcast. I keep forgetting every time to do it in the beginning of the episode. Uh, Left Turns and Loud Noises is powered by Rogue Media Network, so make sure to check them out. We got to we got to remember to do that in the beginning, Kevin, because, you know, they, they still produce our episodes and they do a great job with it every single they week. And they even started putting some sponsorships in front of our videos. So shouts out to our sponsors who they still haven't given us a list of who they are. But shouts out to them. Whopper, 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 whopper. No, wait, we can't say that in case we're sponsored by someone who might be competing against the whopper. Um, editor, <laughs> ah, just bleep that out. Uh, what else have we missed? Uh, Fox is gone. Rest in Fuck piss. Yeah. I'm sick of seeing the molecules on the grills of the cars. Um, and NBC came back, and immediately it was night and day outside of a few things. And now that we're kind of caught up, I think we didn't really miss anything. I think there was an Indy car race that Alex pulled. Oh, oh Will, Par- Will Power is angry. Yes. Oh, oh, color me shocked. What is he mad about this time? Yeah, I lo- okay. So, like, I'll be honest with you. This is probably the first year in a long time that I've really sat down and watched IndyCar, and I'm loving it. Like, the fact that Will Par- Power did what he did was awesome. Anyways, let's continue. I just wanted no, to. No, you're it good. The- Polo did win it, um, Road America, though, right? He has won yes. every single thing in IndyCar except the, the Indy 500, which yeah. realistically probably should have won had it not been for uh, Renus VK over-revving on pit road. I gotta say, the, the Detroit track, by the way, and we'll, this will have something to do with what we're seeing this weekend in Chicago. I'm not a huge fan of it, but it did produce better racing, I thought it will, and maybe that gives me a little... It, it gives me a little hope for the um, NASCAR race. It did give us 
um, car sex. There was a car that landed on top Ooh. of another car during Ooh, the IMSA race. Yeah, yeah that I uh, NSFW for sure listening to this podcast. Uh, but yes, it's it's online. Um, yeah, go go Google it. Not while you're at go, at go to the now. go to the private browser and and go Google it. Not while you're at work. Um, we'll talk about IMSA because I I don't I don't think either of you guys watched the six hours of Watkins Glen, but a banger of a race. I saw. Uh, I, I should saw, have been there. It's what, only a couple hours what, away. You should have happened. I know. It was just a banger of a race. We'll talk about it later. Um, so let's catch up. First of all, I'm very happy NBC is back. What is the song that they're choosing at the beginning? Because I didn't get to see it. Because the Sunday race, I, yeah, yeah Sunday like, they kind of just started. Yeah, because it, it got moved up to the weather. Good call. Yeah, um, good call. Great I don't call. Mind no pre-race. If you give us copious amounts of post-race, we're going to get a lot. So, so thank you. So thank we're going to get a lot this weekend. Oh yeah. Kudos to NBC for doing a post-race coverage, by the way. Long post-race coverage, too. 30 minutes. That's a big deal. I think post-race is way better than pre-race. We got an AJ Allmendinger interview. He finished in the top 10. He finished like ninth and got an interview. He he ran good all day. Yeah, Yeah, he had a good weekend. Can't deny it. Um, So, yeah, Nashville, we got uh, some melons were being exploded, which is always fun. Ross Chastain went to the crowd and ate said melon with some fans. I think it was a really clean race for him. Overall, I thought I think that you know the, this was a, a solid race. You were saying that this was the same type of tire package that they brought to like what Vegas, Kansas Auto Club, and something exactly. else. Exactly, literally, yeah. literally, exactly those. Yeah, I th- it was it was magnificent. You know, it was it was definitely a really good race, really fun. I thought that Truex was going to make it closer at the end, but uh, Ross Chastain ended up pulling it out. He, he led seven ninety seven laps. Yeah, uh, really, really solid run for him, and the first win for Trackhouse this season. Um. So what what are y'all's thoughts on on Nashville? Thought the I'm be honest that restart um I don't know I think it was the restart to maybe stage two or they were three wide for like that, three it was laps stage for three, the lead. Yeah. Oh, what a what a banger! That might yeah. have been my favorite racing of the season. Uh, yeah, that that was so good. Coverage was amazing. Shout out NBC, like I was that night and day. Um, yeah. Showing battles in the top 15 outside, yeah. you know, they're just not zooming in on children the entire it's, race. It's crazy how, like, when you focus on battles throughout the field, the race seems better because you are always entertained. Like, what a concept. Mm-hmm. Um, take notes, certain animal adjacent related broadcasters. Um, but yeah, no, no... good to have him back. Good post race. Um, loved, loved how we. Did see a watermelon, uh, you know, leave this leave this earth. Uh, happy for Ross. It was the first time since oh, this is not not an original quote. I saw it on Twitter, but I thought it was a fun stat. The first time since I think Rockingham in nineteen seventy seven, where the number one car started and finished first. So the box score is one one one. That's pretty badass. And he loved the yeah. most laps, too. That's almost the uh, triple, quadruple crown. Yeah, he loved 99 laps. I, I stand corrected on how many he loved. So I do apologize. Gotcha. Um, we'll say, uh, you know, shouts out. Also, no um, cartoon uh, caricatures with uh, just 12-pack abs. Uh-huh. It's kind of nice. Actual actual photos. Will Byron looks very confused in his. Uh-huh. I, will, I, will, I want to point that one out. Um, He's confused to where his 12-pack went. 
I think Kyle Busch is probably the biggest loser out of all of them. <laughs> uh, I cannot state exactly what he has, but uh, if you go to the Rick and Morty episode on the train with the tickets, please, guy, yeah, that is I, exactly I literally the same. Thing. <laughs> that is exactly the word I would be using for what uh, Kyle Busch's abs look like. And for those who uh, know, God bless. For those who don't, okay. If you know, you know. Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, overall, solid race. Loved how it started a little bit later. I think mm-hmm. maybe if it started an hour earlier, that would be perfect. Um, get, get a little, little bit more slicking and sliding. You know, I like the races that end um, kind of where the sun's setting or, you know, and I think maybe a six o'clock start time instead of seven o'clock, maybe next year or something to consider. Um, yeah. But that was really, that's, probably my biggest critique and when my biggest critique is that the start time was only off by an hour you know it was pretty damn good weekend overall They, they, they put some type of um, sticky substance on the track this weekend. Not too much of it, which is nice. Um, but definitely helped the multi-groove racing a lot. Maybe put a little too much up on the top. Might have been my only complaint. Um, making it a little more dominant. But definitely, you know, messed with the tires. So we had a little more comers and goers because of that. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't have a real problem with it. I think that some tracks do need a stickier substance. Not a PJ1 necessarily, but... I'm not, did they put PJ1 on it? I think they call it resin now. Oh, it's resin. Did they put resin on? Yeah, it was a very small amount. But like someone, someone I was uh, in Discord with watching the race said that they should do that to Richmond. It would really help the racing there, and I, I, I agree with that. You know, or they should help. seal it. <laughs> well, listen, man, we we're <laughs> twenty years we're twenty years out from the last time they sealed Richmond. <laughs> I know, yeah. I know, but that's that's the magic. That's when Richmond was the best. Magic. Yeah, when they could. I saw a, I saw an ad for Richmond during that race, and it was like, "Here at Richmond, we do something different." And like we we do it yeah, different than sleep. everyone else. And I was like, "Really? Do you do you do you?" Yeah, I was like, "You put me to sleep, maybe more than anything." But I don't know. Interesting marketing is all I'm going to say. Um, uh, so no. yeah, I mean, I guess some of the big line storylines from the uh, shouts out Clint Boyer storylines. Um, uh, he he screamed that during Sonoma, which I I don't know if y'all remember. That was very <laughs> I weird. Did, um, I went over my head. Ryan Blaney um smacked the inside wall, which was uh, unprotected, and kind of brought up a good point. Why the hell are there still walls that can easily be hit? To be fair, it looked like Blaney kind of gassed up into it, but like he has a point. Why is that wall unprotected? It seems like on a restart crash that could be easier to hit than other walls. I know we got a couple of them that in recent years. We've seen that Nelson Sawyer went on a NASCAR Series XM this week to and kind of agreed and said that he'll take money out of his pocket to uh, help get any other walls that are missing. Uh, I saw barrier. something that was like NASCAR rep says, I can't believe NASCAR has done this. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, like, we're going we're gonna to find whoever did this and we're going to find them. Well, <laughs> we're all looking well. for the guy who did this. <laughs> Um, honestly, no, I, I did see a good, like, uh, definitely a fair conversation to have, but I did see something to where, like, because of the way that that wall 
is, and maybe that's an entire different conversation. Like maybe the wall just shouldn't be like that from the get go. Yeah. Um, but basically, it is such a short wall that like safer barrier. I guess like the physics of it actually really wouldn't work. Um, like not to say that back. they couldn't put like a tire barrier there. I think that would help. But like, mm-hmm. I guess safer barrier there. Just like, I'm not a scientist, you know. Yeah. Um, but I not believe crazy. that like because it makes sense. Like less if the wall's short enough, it really doesn't have a lot of like support to rely on. Therefore, safer barrier not really good. But like, there's definitely got to be something that can be done there. Like there shouldn't be any concrete walls in. Honestly, like in in any track, like I get like summer tree, like Sonoma, like they got a concrete wall there, like coming out of the uh, yeah, like going into turn one and stuff like that. Like I don't know what you're gonna put there besides, like you can't put tires there because you're gonna shoot back out in front of the field if you hit it. Um, there, there is a couple. I, I, there was a video this weekend of like a, a Pinty series wreck where they like a driver hit Jersey barriers and went up on the wall because of it. Like mm. there's a lot of series and a lot of tracks that really could benefit from it. But obviously, you know, safer barriers are expensive, but NASCAR uh-huh. can afford it. NASCAR itself, like the they sanctioning the series, they, they, a lot of the execs bring home a lot of money. A little bit of that could go towards driver safety. Uh, you know, they've done a lot, I guess, with the cars, even though Ryan Blaney, no surprise, said that's the hardest hit I've ever had in my life. And I'm not I'm not surprised by that comment. He drove right into that wall. That Like, honestly, that's one of the weirdest wrecks I've seen. Like, he was like, like when Weird. he was like, yeah, I thought it was going to save it because, like, he was just sliding and, like, the angle that it it was going, he was going to miss everything completely. And then I think, like, he must have hit the up. throttle or something yeah. as soon as it got traction, and it just stuck and just shot forward. Because I remember yeah. there was like little, there was little decals on the the wall there, and it was like he ended up hitting the third one, but he looked like he was going to hit like the sixth or seventh, and then the car just went like straight. And you're like, whoa, weird yeah, it was peculiar. Yeah, I think yeah. that was like pretty much the only major incident we had in the race, which was surprising considering how crazy the Xfinity race was. Oh we'll talk God, about yeah. that in a second. But yeah, I mean, pretty pretty overall clean race. I think we had a long run to the finish of about, like, yeah, 108 laps to the end. Mm-hmm. Pretty solid, in my opinion. Yeah. We yeah. Do, I do appreciate that. No I mean, it was probably you. the most authentic race uh, that we saw. I mean, I know there were stage cautions, but uh, not a lot of wrecks. Uh, yeah, I kind of thought that, that it was going to be a wreck fest because I know that, that Bubba Wallace and Daniel Suarez, they spun during qualifying. Yeah. yeah. But... Yeah, so I was like, oh, man, here we go. And I know that there was some talk about tire wear. And so I was like, all right, this this could potentially be a shit show. And it wasn't. It was such a fun race. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I mean, I feel like I say that about all the races. But, you know, yeah, we saw Ross yes, Chastain. Man. Yeah, I mean, you know, Ross Chastain had the fastest car. Uh, you had some challengers like Martin Truex Jr. And it was just like – Nothing stupid. Like, there's nothing to complain about it. Except for, I will say that there are some people in Nashville who are pushing against the fairgrounds and against the racetrack. And let me tell you something. Don't do that. Just let and embrace NASCAR in. Because we love you, Nashville. So let us in. That's all I ask. And we're there, and we showed up, and that's what matters. Let's bring back the fairgrounds one for Nashville Super Speedway, and then one for Nashville Fairgrounds. Absolutely. I love it. That's, I will say, that's what I'm here for. 
I will say, yeah, no, definitely want to see the fairgrounds get some love. And I, I, I hate that it, it really is like just a more of a political issue with the citizens who live around there who moved near a racetrack and are mad that they live near a racetrack. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. It's, you know, if I live near like, you know, a college frat house or whatever, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be mad about it, regardless of if I knew like, yeah, like I live near a frat house. It's still going to be annoying. But yeah. You know, I will say, I hope that they can move forward on it. And, you know, it's going to bring in good revenue. I think that, you know, you could have a really cool weekend with the Cars Tour there and, like, you know, some modified racing and the actual Cup guys, you know, make it a spectacle like you did the first year with Bristol Dirt. So hopefully, um, you know, we can get some things going there. But uh, we'll, we'll wait and see. I, I will say I was in Tennessee the weekend before for Bonnaroo, and uh, the Tennessee sun is hot. Uh, regardless of what the temperature says outside, it was saying like anywhere between 77 to 87. It felt like 100 degrees every day. So, uh, yeah, no surprise that the drivers, you know, have to really, you know, focus on trying to keep their uh, their temperature down. And I, know, I think it was Eric Almirola was struggling with his cool suit, which was basically just frying <laughs> him inside the car. Yeah. Um, Awful. Yeah, but I mean, the the Xfinity race was definitely struggling more with that, and we'll we'll get over there in a second. Just want to shout out a couple of guys where they finished. So Chastain, Truex, Hamlin, Elliott, Larson, top five. Shouts out to um, Eric Jones with a top ten. I, yeah, yeah that's, that's what I'm waiting for. Let's yeah, go. Everybody, you're talking shit about Legacy gone. Motor Club. <laughs> wow, we showed up at eighth. Let's go. Yeah, his third top ten of the year. That's that's good news for him. He really needs that because he is uh, having a miserable year this year. Well, he got penalized too. We missed that in the uh, recap of uh, the first ten minutes. That's he got right. penalized. Remember? Yep. Yes. So he lost right. a lot of points. Sad day, but redemption. He is literally in a position where all, the only way he's making it in the playoffs is to get a win. And I mean, he's good at Daytona, so we'll see what happens there. I know. I see. know. And hey, look. Disclaimer, Eric Jones fan here. Um, it was good to see him in the uh, top 10 there because a lot of people are saying that, you know, LMC, that, you know, the, the season is a waste because they're going to Toyota. So it was cool to see him finish on a cookie cutter in the top 10 because that shows that maybe there is still some things to build upon for next season. I think that's, that, uh, that's my that's my jerk off fest right there. He's, that's <laughs> he's a really good driver. I don't think any of us will deny that. <laughs> So, you know, it's, it's it's good seeing him get top 10. He was there the whole day. It wasn't even a fluke top 10. So no. good. Good on him. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, AJ Allmendinger top 10 as well. Good run for him. I, I, I want to just say, like, whatever happened at the end of the race with um, Suarez and um, Briscoe. <laughs> yeah, it was really peculiar because like Briscoe was hauling the mail to get closer down pit road for some reason. I don't know if he was mad or whatever, but. Never do you expect a driver to just turn right back up on the track in front yeah. of you when you're coming down pit road at the, uh, off the cool down. So, I mean, on both drivers, that was really weird. But, I mean, I get what Suarez was trying to do. But now you have a wrecked race car after winning. So, not not necessarily great for track house there, but I don't think they cared all that much. Yeah, hometown win for them, by the way. That's, oh, yeah, that's yeah. They all got to celebrate at Tootsie's. I saw that on their social media. Um, you know, just really, really cool win for them. And I'm again, I love Ross Chastain. I'm happy for him getting that that first dub of the year. Hopefully, it, uh, he's able to rattle off a couple more before the playoffs and get some more very crucial playoff points. But um, yeah, anything else from this race we want to talk about? I mean, Stuart Haas is pathetically bad. 
Honestly, so I, I did want to mention that earlier, speaking of Seward Haas, Harvick probably was going to win that race. I just want to point that out. I know I mean, Ford did not have a single top 10 in that race, but without his flat tire, Harvick was closing on that top three of Chastain mm-hmm. and uh, Truex and Hamlin and had it. I mean, it went green the entire time and Harvick had the best long run car. I think Harvick would have won that race. I'm going to be completely honest. So, yeah, they did use Briscoe, I mean, Briscoe was nowhere all day. Um, mm-hmm. Neither, I mean, general. or Ryan Priest. Priest, Priest, Priest actually a, got top 20. Yeah. yeah, he finished 16th. But, only I mean, like, on the Harvick's, man, I, I want him to get one more win so bad. Like, it's, it's, it's important for me because my uncle's a huge fan of Harvick, has always been, so I know that'd be cool to see. But, like, damn, I, I just, I don't know. And especially... Now, I mean, I guess one thing that we missed from the, the recap, Josh Berry officially going to that four car. Yes. Um, which yeah. is pretty big news. So it's hard to recap. Just, four, it's hard to recap yeah. four weeks of uh, racing yeah. in one off week when uh, in, yeah. in like five minutes or less. It's hard to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So on to Xfinity. And yes, uh, terrible. Should show. Yeah, I will say yeah. I I will agree with you on that one. Definitely a shit show. Definitely. Um, was I, that was that blackout level? Would you say, Anthony? It was getting close. It's but trending. It, it was trending. We did at least get a lot, like a couple green flag runs that felt pretty good, but they were like they were just sloppy out there for most of the race. I mean, on the first two green flag runs, there was a caution within like the first lap. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I it was it it looked like none of them had ever been on that track before, to be honest. I mean, mm-hmm. you look at all the incidents in the first stage, you had an accident with a 29-39-7-27-07 that took out, I believe, the 27... No, he came back out on track. And then on lap 10, the 21 and the 27, and which I don't mean, Austin Hill driving like a bozo. Lap 19, 43 and 91, and then the end of the stage. And then you had more... Mm-hmm. And more and more wrecks. I mean, the 91, I'm looking at this, was involved in looks like three wrecks. Like, it was kind of turning into a shit show. And one of the wrecks between the 18 and the 2 now got Sheldon Creed uh, fined, as NASCAR has deemed it, even, you know, as uh, intentional. Even though I, I don't really know how they uh, came to yeah, that conclusion. It's his radio who said it, which is why. But that definitely uh, well, I had the benefit of like getting to hear his radio today and he never said anything over like open, like, like Mike one or whatever it's called. Like, I guess channel one, he must've gone on channel two, which we couldn't hear. And yeah. I mean, he just kind of, I guess they, 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 they deemed it that he did it on purpose. I don't know how, but I mean, yeah. So it took him out. So, you know, jokes on you. Like you also mm-hmm. got taken out in that wreck. Finished five <laughs> laps down or no one lap down. Sorry. This one went one ninety six. Um, yeah, kind of a shit show. Not great for our boy Brandon Jones, who continues to be in the mud. Um, it's been kind of tough for for him this season. Not so tough for Colleague, though. They got another win. AJ Allmendinger uh, pulled it out with a broken car as a, or I guess if you're Cole Custard, a cheated up car. Um, yeah, people were bitching about uh, AJ's damage to his car, and that gave him the advantage, and all of that other stuff and AJ kind of called him out in the uh, media center after the race. I forget exactly what he said, but it was kind of like, Hey, like don't wreck in front of me and my car won't be uh, yeah. damaged. If AJ, mm-hmm. AJ Allmendinger didn't go out of his way to get involved in that wreck on lap one. He 
you know, like he legitimately just got caught up in it. So a little little kind of whining out of a team that is, you know, Stuart Haas and Nick Svanny kind of, you know, themselves probably should be throwing uh, stones in the glass house sometimes, I guess, from what I've heard. But neither here nor there. Um, yeah. Speaking of Stuart Haas, I don't know if Riley Herbst is ever going to win a race. I'm going to be Dude, honest. Like, I I don't think I'm ready for it. Like, if if he somehow does, like, I don't I don't know how I'm going to feel. Like, it's got to be I a have... situation like De Benedetto's first win, where it's just given to him. He's not actually going to go get it. I had that that conversation with myself, and I was like, I don't like. What do I? What's my reaction there? Like, I'm not going to be like disappointed, but I just like. Like I'm oh, not wow. gonna feel relief. It's just like, what the fuck is this world come to? Basically, it's gonna be an oh wow kind of situation. Like wow, oh he kind of, I guess he did it. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, there's no real reaction. It's like oh that was unexpected. It's kind of like how people outside of our realm of fandom probably felt about Brandon Jones winning a race. True. So no, that's that's very fair, and I yeah. have no qualms with that statement. But to be fair, Brandon Jones has won a bunch of other races, so I mean, you know, Riley he's Herbst yet to, yeah. yeah, he's he's yeah. fantastic. But Riley Herbst is still yet to win a race, and uh, it's been 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 a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. Watch know. like Riley, like hat, like the second half of the season, just go on the tear and he's just not awesome winning races. Either. Hey, look, because at one point he had a pretty high consecutive top ten, uh, he did like finish for a while there, which is. You know, impressive. He's one of those kids that I feel like, uh, obviously, he's there because of money, but he's starting to show some results. I mean, it's a, it's a little bit of a of a lengthy process. I feel like, but he's been he's been doing okay. I'll I'll give uh-huh. him that. For the looks of it, he's um, I believe he's uh, one spot to the good in the points right now. I think he's one ahead of Daniel Hemrick. I don't know, because they don't have the freaking playoff standings <laughs> for Xfanny on racing reference. They just give you the regular season. I mean, he, he's he's just kind of there. There's a lot of drivers that are in his you know realm of just existing. Um, yeah. You know, like Daniel Even though... Hemrick, I keep kind of forgetting about. You know, speaking of Riley, and I, I don't think we've mentioned this yet, but uh, with Josh Berry taking over the four, and Tony Stewart was like, "Oh yeah, I don't, I won't accept a, yeah. you know, a cup ride for a pay driver," and everybody's like, "Well, what about Xfinity, dude?" Like, <laughs> yeah, that was kind so, of a foot in the mouth. I thought that situation. was kind of funny. Honestly, yeah, Riley, nope. that team wasn't ever built off Xfinity. I feel like Xfinity kind of started because of. Cole Custer, and then it's just kind of been like sticking around. Yeah, yeah, but even then, like Chase, so Cole, like literally, they had a well, Haas had a truck team because of Cole Custer, and mm-hmm. then they had an Xfinity team because of Cole Custer, and it's like, well, like it's just kind of here now that Cole Custer is like back in Xfinity. It's like, well, we might as well still. And even when he was in Cup, it's like, well, we don't want to lay all these people off. Like we can still probably turn a profit just by having Riley Herbst in that car. So like, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. Honestly, like, people have had the discussion of, oh, you know, if Almirola retires, who goes to that seat? And, like, I, like, for one, I would hope it would be Eric Jones, but, like, there's really n- not a good reason for it not to be Cole Custer again. <laughs> like, I, I can I don't think know. of a few reasons why it wouldn't be Cole Custer again. I mean, like, if he's not, like, one, he has experience. He's a cup winner, whether you like it or not. Um, yeah. 
I mean, he dominated Xfinity for a little bit, so it's like he has everything that he should be. Yeah, he was kind of mid in in Cup, but like they're all kind of mid right now at Stuart Haas. So yeah, Stuart Haas. Is I don't know. Right he's now. he's serviceable. I think he's better than pretty much every other Xfinity or Truck Series prospect that has a really or like at least somewhat chance of getting into the 10 car i mean yeah uh, you're looking at ford guys though if i'm trying to pick someone maybe to make a jump i probably want zane smith don't mm-hmm. even let him go to front row in the cup series like just bring him on to replace eric almirola which apparently who knows when he's gonna retire that's up to smithfield and apparently not up to eric anymore <laughs> smithfield I mean, is holding holding the gun against his head it has nothing to do with um with with what like um Eric Almirola wants to do because he was supposed to retire and Smithfield said, nah, like we huh. want you in the car still. You know? Yeah. I mean, he did get a win in Xfinity this year, which I guess was probably the most out of the field win. <laughs> yeah. A road course win for Cole Custer was kind of, it, was, it wasn't on my bingo card where he was going to get his first win, but he is, he, he won. Did he? No, no he I, did not. I win mean, Al- Amarola's Eric Almirola at Sonoma. Oh, Sorry. Oh, right. Yeah, he did. Jeez, oh, I did for kind of forget Kyle? he did that in the exactly. 28. Yeah. And I All feel right, like so for it's... him, it's like you get to taste victory one more time. Like, I know it's, you can say it's not. I'll lose you. Hello. The mayor of Danger Bay has disconnected. Has... The mayor of Danger Bay Sorry, has my... disconnected from the show. Uh, oh, there he is. There he is. Okay. All right. All right. Good call. Sorry. Sorry, Paul. Um, too, too preoccupied. <laughs> um, good. Let me let me text. Anyways, yeah, basically, uh, I prefer seeing Zane Smith move up. Honestly, me too. when the time me comes, too. I think he's really talented. And now that he's kind of a Ford guy, that's real looking really good in their wheelhouse. Because there's not a lot of Ford guys. Obviously, you know, you got uh, you, you got Custer, you got Herbst, you got Deegan. I think down there, um, Zane Smith. So, if you're Zane Smith, do you, you want to go to Stuart Haas Racing or do you want to go to Front Row Motorsports? Oh, Haas racing, even though maybe front row Wait. might be better right now. I was about to say, yeah, absolutely, because I'm no. looking at the point standings, and right now Todd Todd Gilliland and Michael McDowell are in front of Ryan Priest and Eric Almirola and Chase Briscoe, but I really don't count that because, yeah. um, you Wait, know, Tom he had Gillen's that major. Almirola. Let's Priest. okay. I'm I'm about to look. I'm about to look. Because I was just, so, yeah, Todd. Okay, so, so Todd Gilliland is in front of at least Eric Amarola. It helps not Ryan the, Priest. It helps the front row guys don't wreck the cars a lot. That's true. But Michael McDowell is 20th in points right now. Michael like, McDowell's that, solid. I hate to admit yeah. it, he's solid. Like, yeah. if, I'm, if I'm McDowell, I am not leaving that 34. I don't care what Stuart Haas Racing has to offer. Like, I'm running, <laughs> I'm outrunning three of their cars right now. Like, McDowell's, even before the Chase yeah. Briscoe. Uh, fiasco. He was still running in front of Chase. Michael McDowell is running in front of four teammates: Cindric Priest, Gilland, Almirola, Chase Briscoe. Like, and he's only twenty-seven points out of the cut line. Now, obviously, things will change if we get more winners. But I mean, you know, like Michael McDowell has proven to be a consistent driver. Like, he's not the, great, but he's the consistent. Points, the points bubble right now, especially when you look at what races we have left, is insane. Because I think you it's have really Almirola. Not Amarola, McDowell and Almendinger are like within our race below the cut line. But yeah, you look, we have we have nine races left. 
mm-hmm. until the playoffs start. Three of them are road slash street courses. Yeah. Which, in theory, favors them. Both of them which, are good, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't I count mean, out Ty Gibbs on those races either, to be honest. And he's yeah, an yeah, Ty Gibbs right also impressive. Yeah, I mean Suarez is at that cut line. Bowman is. Granted, he's there because of you know his injury. Um, you got Chase Elliott oh, who like, might still point his weights in. Like, who knows? Like, it's it, honestly, I'm be honest, it's a very intriguing cut line situation right now. And for a season that's kind of been top heavy in terms of like Larson. Bowman or not Bowman, Byron and uh Kyle Bush, like a lot of entry there. And there's a lot of drivers that like like if if let's say I mean Chase Elliott, you know, if he get hot, he can get hot, but like who's the sh- like if Bowman makes it in, like if he gets hot, hell, Ty Gibbs, he's still learning this car. Like he might. You never know. Yeah, I um I agree it's with a, that. I mean the the storylines are are super, super interesting. All right. <laughs> Rick Allen over here. Hey, I mean, but Alex Bowman's impressive just for the fact that he missed three races and he's mm-hmm. only two points. And mm-hmm. didn't he also get a points penalty as well? Or did they he reverse did that? Penalty. I think they reversed it. I, I got to say, man, I mean, I'm very excited with obviously Bowman's right there on the cut line. I believe that yeah. all of Hendrick got a points penalty. But I mean, don't count out Chase Elliott to point his way in. He's only 64 points back. I mean, that. He okay. Hypothetically, let's say he dominates a race, wins stage one, wins stage two, but finishes second in a race, doesn't get the win. That's still like a fifty-nine point day, I'd say. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're right. Something math is hard, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. What. But um, just, I mean, dude, I don't, I don't get the vibe though that I'm getting from like Larson and Byron, where he's just really fast all the time. Like he's good. He was, but he's not his, like leading his, laps and yeah. and running you're up right in the front. I know he was good in Nashville, but yeah. But, I mean, I I wouldn't count it out that he could pop his way into that. Like like coming down to Daytona, he could be like within ten points, and it would be very very interesting to see if he could oh, make yeah. it or not. Like I wouldn't NASCAR, count him out. NASCAR keeps throwing the caution. Oh man, I'm gonna throw my... you, Sally, you can make your way up. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna do everything they can to try and get him in there. I will I will say. Um, all right, we're 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 getting heavy into uh, what's going on in the playoff bubble, and we're gonna be talking about this for the next nine weeks as we get down to it. But um, real quick, did anyone watch the truck race? Because I I did not. I, did I not watched. Either the end of it and cool. could not tell you who won the race. <laughs> Carson Hosevar. Carson Hosevar. Come on. Carson Hosevar won. Zane Smith finished in second. Nick Sanchez, solid top five again. Corey Heim. Bailey Curry got a top five in the 41 that's car. A, so that's an Bailey interesting Curry. name yeah, out there. Good run. Great run. Yeah, you know, Bailey Curry's been awesome in the yeah. uh, 41 <laughs> truck. Uh, Chase Purdy somehow got a top 10, so he's showing up all of a sudden. Edo seventh. Tyler Ankrum, eighth. Ben Rhodes ninth and Jake Garcia, whose name has been popping up a lot on my radar, got another top ten. So he's been really solid too. Um, you know, I just kind of missed it, but I mean, I didn't really hear anything come out of it other than like Haley Deegan got in a wreck, and people were talking about that because people just wanted to talk about it. I guess don't well, really know. I know that the uh, um, whoever she wrecked, it was Lawless Allen. He was talking smack on Twitter about her. Yeah. Oh man, not flawless, Allen. Um, <laughs> the points, I, the points I, in the trucks. I've had some run-ins in the past. 
I'm sure they have. Um, you know, it seems like there's always some kind of controversy going on in the back of the pack with the truck series with a lot of guys that are just kind of chilling in their respective positions. So, um, you know, they're they're almost to their playoffs. I think what they got like three more races or something ridiculous. I I I remember. I don't know if it was last year or the year before, but the playoffs started literally in July and then ended in yeah. November. And I was like, uh oh. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Um, we'll be honest. We're not ca- caught up on the Xfinity or the Truck Series uh playoff battle, but I will say is tight. Friesen and Tanner Gray are both six points out respectively uh, from the last playoff spot, but there are good drivers that still could get a win back there. Maybe, maybe not. I'm actually looking at the names. I don't know. I think Jake Garcia is pretty good. He he might surprise somebody and get a win. I mean, Raja Karuth, Tyler Ankrum has a Truck Series win. Fuel mileage, but still a win. You know? I forget about Tyler Ingram. I'm going to be honest. I think a lot of us do. And we should. I really haven't thought about him in two years. No disrespect. Just really haven't, you know. Where did He's he there. win? He won that fuel mileage race at Kentucky in 2019, I'm pretty sure. Okay. I think. Yeah. Okay. All right, moving on. We're going racing for the first time at a street course in NASCAR. Uh... At the streets of Chicago in downtown slash the uh, what's the park name again? Centennial Park. Grant Park. Grant Park. I think I think Driver. Centennial Park is in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, there is a fountain that I'm being told that drivers want to jump into. I'm hoping that happens. I'm um, definitely here for some vibes of drivers getting out of their cars and going straight into the fountain and just splashing around. There's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of fun uh, spectacle this weekend. It's Cup and Xfinity. Lots of drivers on the entry list. Um, for the Cup race, we got some interesting names such as Jensen Button, SVG, Scott Van Ginsbergen for the 91 from coming over from Australia. That's right. Australia. I forgot Jensen was in the race, too. I thought it was Daniel Ricardo, to be honest, um, that uh, was going to be in the race. Uh, and uh, Xfinity has a huge entry list this weekend. It's going to be some people with some broken hearts going home. So, I mean, some of the notables on this list are obviously our good friend uh, in the program, Brad Perez. (laughs) Um, I believe that we got uh, Dexter Bean is making a race. Miguel Paluto in the 88 has shown back up. Dexter Stacy, Sage Karam is back Uh, again. Hopefully he'll make the field this time. Um, I don't know who Alex Gwinnett is, but I'm sure that's a road ringer. Andre Castro for the 34 car is making his debut. Um, is there a couple other names that are? Well, that's that's kind of it. I thought there were actually more names here, but there's gonna. Oh, Preston Park. How could I forget? A friend of the program, P Money is P in the field. Financial baby. P Financial P Money is here. Yes. So we are here. For that, hopefully him and Brad can both make the field. Very excited to see what will happen. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm more excited to see what this track race is like. I'm convinced we will get at least one track blocker. I don't know how y'all feel about it. Like, for the weekend? For the weekend. There will be oh, a yeah, track blocker. Sure. Like, there's going to have to be a red flag, I think, to clean up the track. There's going to there's gonna be some kind of, like, absolute just menace out there thinking that they can cut corners and hopefully we keep um, Noah Gragson away from turning into a corner too early, like he did at Wilkesboro. I'm, I'm still not convinced that, like, if someone 
God fearing loses brakes or like has a stuck throttle going into turn one, God, just like not. won't jump over and land on like the entry to turn five or whatever that is. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. I think that they have that secured well enough that it's not going to be a problem, but I understand the concern because I was making the same jokes. Like the there way. is, there's not runoff is what I'm getting at. And it's a 90 degree turn, which is, I'm pretty uh, skeptical of. Um, yeah. if I, if I do say myself, like the I mean, there's a lot that really don't have runoff. Um, but, Turn one and I guess turn six maybe are looking like the two longest straights and basically just like head yeah. into each other. Um, it gets tight into there, by the way, yeah. like really tight. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll see, we'll see. I think that that little half loop section um, in the sector three is what I'll call it. I guess I don't really mm-hmm. know how to describe what I'm thinking of. That is going to be a danger zone because it gets very narrow yes. when you're trying to get back into it. And if you're side by side, I think that someone in the Xfinity series might have an easier time maybe getting up onto the wall potentially, and that could be dangerous. Uh, they get squoze. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It's all 90 degree corners for the most part. I'm nervous. But I mean, you know, the other series like, you know, IMSA at uh, Detroit was able to make it work. IMSA at Long Beach makes it work. Uh, you know, but it's not NASCAR. They obviously are built yeah. for road racing. It's either going to be a shit show or the most boring race. And it's honestly, definitely going to be a shit show. It's definitely going to be a honest, shit show. And honestly, that's okay. That's okay. I, I'm not, I was like, I, I was talking to some coworkers about it, and I was like, you know, I don't think NASCAR needs to be road course racing. Um, however, oh, I do applaud. That's a take. Or, wait, did I say road course? Yeah, you said road course I, racing. I'm in street. I'm in street. Okay, I was um, going to say, that is a take. I, I'm more meant with, especially with all the road courses out there. However, I'm always a fan of trying things once. Um, and if it's an epic failure, then so be it. Uh, but if it succeeds, I don't want to necessarily see more of it. But I think it'll be cool to look back on the history of the sport and be like, oh, yeah, I remember the time they like tried to race on the streets. And, yeah, yeah, that was cool. The thing with a lot of street courses is these things are very expensive um, to do properly. Yeah. I've been watching this series on YouTube called Failed Street Courses, and unfortunately I have a strange feeling that the Chicago Street Course will be one of the videos next year. Um, I, I, a lot of it does come down to financial with it. Um, you know, mm-hmm. they, They're really hoping that's going to make their the money back and then some. Like, I mean, they got free concerts with the Chainsmokers there. You know, I'm not a big Chainsmokers fan for my own personal reasons of seeing them, and they were being the worst DJs I've ever seen live, but that's neither here nor there. You know, they've got a lot of spectacle to bring around. And, I mean, sorry, Nolan, remind me the name of the park again. Ooh, you just said Centennial Grant. Park. Um, uh, it's oh, not Centennial yep, Park. Grant Park. No, I know, Grant I know, park. but... I'm pretty and sure I'm that's... Is that where that they hold? Because, well, okay, the race is called the Grant Park 220, so yeah. I'm just assuming it's Grant Park. So it is. I think that's where they do Lollapalooza, if I stand corrected. Um, sure. Maybe I don't know. Honestly, yes. I've never been to Lollapalooza. I know they do Lollapalooza maybe in Chicago. Lollapalooza. I mean, maybe. I'm sorry, Bonnaroo. Bonnaroo. No, Bonnaroo is in Tennessee, my friend. And it's I want Bonnaroo, Anthony. Well, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about okay. that later. Um, you know, it was a happy Father's Day to uh, Jim James, Dave Grohl, and Haley Williams. I will say that. 
Um, Lollapalooza is an annual American four-day music festival held in Grant Park, Chicago. So they can handle the people. I don't think that's a problem at all. They're used to more people being at Lollapalooza because over the four days, it's 400,000 people. It holds a capacity of 100,000. I'm not worried about that. Obviously going to be a little more compact with a NASCAR race. But Chicago's used to the amount of people in downtown, like, handling that. Mm. I... I think it's it's going to be a really cool experience to be there. I am a little sad that I can't be there because I'm not going to lie. I would like to check it out. I, I, if this might be the only race because of financial reasons that they don't go back, because I don't think they're going to care if the racing sucks. It's going to be whether or not it makes any money. If the racing sucks, they'll figure out a way to, to change the layout or make the corners less 90 degrees. Like it's it's coming down to like money. And I, I kind of look at like there was a Denver race in like 90 or I want to say that lost the city millions of dollars yeah. because it was held in the downtown area and caused heavy traffic delays. But I think Chicago can get used to this because I mean, they have Lala there every year and it's an area that they can divert traffic pretty easily to the underground um, underpasses mm-hmm. that they have over there. or The sunken highway that the cars will be going over, which is funny to me. Um, it's going to be, it, it, I think, I think it'll be fun. Shouts out to anyone going to that who's listening. I hope you all have a great time. Is is Methy going? Do we do we know? That's a great question. I'll call him. Yeah. <laughs> we'll Twitter call and we'll find out. But yeah, what are your guys' um, outlooks on the weekend? Um, I'm be honest. So this weekend I am going to Raleigh, North oh. Carolina, um, and seeing my girlfriend. So I hope to catch the race. Um. And I'll—I mean, I'll definitely make an effort to go see the race. Uh, I do have tentative plans to see Spider-Man. Uh, nice. I still haven't seen it either. Yeah, very excited to see that. Um, but I—I'm be honest, like, what what race did we have on the calendar last year that we're not having that we have Road this America. year because of this race? Road America. I'm okay with that. I'm not. I, I would rather have Road America, I to be honest. I like Road America's racetrack. I don't think 40 laps of it for an after race is good entertainment. Well, Road um, America would have certainly benefited from the rules package this year. Uh, no cautions, even though people are like, man, we need to bunch up the field again because it's boring that Martin Jr. is so good. Fair, like fair, but I, I correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that race last, like the cup race was only 40 laps or something like that. I don't know. Matthew like is going scary. to the race. Uh, we might have oh, to. So like, we might have to split so the episode into two here to try and make it easier for our editor. Um, um but basically, yeah, I don't like. I, man, he's got uh, some interesting seats. I'm okay with Road America not being there in favor of trying something new. So at the end of the day, I think it's a good talking point. Um, Joe Logano, I don't know if y'all have have seen the Reddit, Joe Logano all-time quote um, alert. So he says, in response to, here, let me pull it up real quick, in response to the Ryan Blaney thing with concrete walls, he says, uh, it's a wake-up call for sure. Uh, He calls Blaney's hit concerning, especially given the rigidity of the current Cup Series car. The good news is we're going to Chicago, and there's a lot of concrete walls there. Thank you, Joey Logano. Joey Logano (laughs) was a good quote. Wow. I would never thought he could pull that one off. (laughs) Um, 
yeah, I it'll be it'll be unique. Good good on them for trying. Not a huge three course fan, and that's just kind of my I'm only about that. No. So I'm going to keep an open mind for this weekend. Um, you know, you kind of hear both sides of the story. You hear people saying, ah, oh, it's going to be a shit show. And then, you know, other people are kind of on the same boat that I am with the uh, open-mindedness of it. I think um, if this is a success, I would like to see it kind of rotate to different cities. I know that's probably mm. a hot take, but I, I still think that for the L.A. Coliseum, by the way, um, because I do see the importance of trying to put NASCAR into uh, more highly populated areas um, just to kind of get people to show up and watch race cars. So for me, I'm going to just keep an open mind. I mean, I expect it to either be really boring because there's really not a lot of passing zones, but I also expect it to be a shit show because there aren't a lot of passing zones. Yeah, if that exactly. Makes sense. Yeah, if so, there's not a lot of passing um, zones and you have a faster car, you're going to make a way to make it a passing zone. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so because we've seen two different types of road courses this year or road course races. We've seen Coda, which was an absolute shit show. I mean, just wrecks nonstop. But then we've seen Sonoma, which is a tighter road course, but uh, really no cautions. It was a pretty clean race. Nothing crazy happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, your standard road course. So here comes Chicago, which is like an unknown, you know, road course in general. And we've had two totally different types of road course races. So it's just, it's just unknown. Uh, That's just the way I'm looking at it. Yeah. Good way to look at it. I feel like it's giving 2018 Roval vibes to me where it's an unknown there and you know, they're going to, but that was fun. It was fun. I had a great time. Yeah. Yeah. Anthony was there. Yes. I I went in 2019 and that was a great time. I think that all the Roval needs or not the Roval, all Chicago needs to do is, you know, take this as a learning experience. And if it does make money, if it is financially sound for NASCAR to do it again next year, take what you've learned and add to it. Like, you know, it would be a shame if NASCAR didn't do anything to advance the racing for next season um, to make it more entertaining, make it easier to pass. But we don't know. Cars haven't been on track yet. All we've had is iRacing, which I mean, Based off of what I've seen my friends do, because I don't own the track, it looks like an absolute mess. But, I mean, you know, <laughs> it, it should be fun. Um, I gotta say, just, you know, I, I, I like the open-mindedness of it. I wish that, you know, certain people in the garage would keep an open mind about visiting the city of Chicago. But I don't need to go into that. Just, uh, you know, you don't, you don't need to. You're in, you're in a nice sis. part of Chicago. At you're in a nice. Huh? At them, sis. You're in a nice part of Chicago there. I know it's hard to believe that, uh, you know, a city like Chicago can have a nice part, but it really does. And I've, I have a lot of friends who live there and a lot of them live in that area and or live near that area, I guess. And, you know, they, they talk. Methy only ever has nice things to say about it. So, you know, all I got to say is grow up and uh, you're only there for two days. Just chill out. You're not you're not going you're not going to the south side for it unless you want to go to a white Sox game i guess which i don't know why you'd want to see a last place baseball team or wait are they last place oh i always go to the cubs they're way more fun to watch (laughs) you know the white Sox are 34 and 30 and 46 i wouldn't want to be watching them either the cubs are 37 the white White Sox Sox will be wait a second i think they're going to be on ty dylan's car 
Good one. Wait, yeah. hold on. What what did what did Kevin have to say about my team? You said wouldn't want to see a last place team, and I said, oh, just like the Red Sox. Uh, we're not last place. <laughs> Pretty sure that the, the, at least the... you are. In no, I'm, no, we're are. not. I, I, at me. I'm I'll looking right now. Shut up. I, I will. This is a lie. This is obviously <laughs> propaganda. We're forty and thirty-nine. And if we were in any other place, division, if we were in the AL Central, we'd be in first fucking place. Shut up. Did I, who? The Minnesota Twins are in first place in the AL Central at forty who? and forty. I don't want to hear it. Ooh, who? Tampa Race suck. I can't wait for y'all to get who? swept in the first round again. Who, Anthony? Who? Who? What? Who asked? Oh my God! Go to hell. <laughs> I, hope, I hope i hope you get a i hope you get a lengthy delay on your flight to rally damn damn <laughs> all right damn bros flying bros flying american airlines that's crazy oh sorry anyways. to them if they are sponsoring us i doubt that i doubt it anyways um but yeah no, do we have any do we have any wild picks for the weekend uh Dude, random fantasy racing broke. By the way, while oh, we were going, really? it's over. Oh, is it finally gone. Yeah, it's it's, over. Uh, don't say it like it's mm. like it was a burden on us. I loved random fantasy it's racing. Over, I was over? in twenty first. Like it's over, over. Yeah, unfortunately, it was an API thing with Twitter that Steve Lavender uh, couldn't afford to keep going, and I don't blame him. That shit's expensive. Uh, that's tough. <sighs> well. Yeah, all things have to all good things have to come to an end, but of course it's the season I'm actually actively trying to do every weekend. Right. It yeah. uh, hell froze over when I didn't win every race. Like I started off as a should Yeah, I, it's I your fault. It's your fault, Kevin. It is. It is. Anyways. You broke, broke random fantasy racing. Blame this Kevin, weekend. Guys. Um I, I was just scrolling through Instagram and saw a infographic for Austria and that it's supposed to rain every day. That's uh, awesome. Max Verstappen's still gonna win by thirty seconds. What oh, are we talking sure. about here? For sure. Um, other than that, I mean, mid Ohio. Um, honestly, it's, it's a great, great racing day if you think about it. You got three, Wait, three hold on. course races. The trucks are at mid Ohio, Indy. Oh, shit, right. Yeah, we got a triple the trucks are on, off on this Sunday. weekend, right? Uh huh. But I think they're at mid Ohio the week after or something. Okay, sure. Why not go sure. when IndyCar is not there? Make the garage uh-huh. cooler for you. I mean, uh, shit, I have no idea who's going to win IndyCar no, because I, I feel like Alex Polo's on fire right now. It's like, oh, it's dumb it's not to pick maybe. him. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have any palpitations for the weekend, to be honest, um, except I... that oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. six plus hours of racing should be a, a fun Sunday for those who celebrate. Yeah, absolutely. I feel oh. like if I'm going to make any bold predictions, I think that we might see svg do really well here because it this mm-hmm. it, it really feeds into his driving style a bit but i know that these cars obviously are nothing like supercars and how fast they can take those corners and but scott van gisbergen is meticulous if he sees a way to get around you i have watched enough supercar races to know he'll find a way to get around you yeah so Definitely, I'm picking him to get a top 10. I think that's a good... If you're wow. a betting man, I would take those odds. Um, what's a good website, Kevin, that you like using that we can use? Redacted.redacted. Of course. I'll go, I'll, I'll go there right now. Um, <laughs> I will say, I think that he is a safe pick here. I'm going to just go ahead and go to a website. If, I will if, not there was, website. if there was money on top 10 drivers and SVG... 
right now, if if I was a betting man, I'd say he's probably like plus one ninety or something like that. I would which love I to don't see. think is I would probably actually let me check. Hold up. Let me I would absolutely love to see, see odds right now, but unfortunately I can't log into the redacted website. Um but yeah, I would pick him for a top ten. I I've been feeling Christopher Bell the last few weeks as a driver. I'm expecting to do really well. I said last weekend might felt like a Christopher Bell weekend. And I mean, he finished in the top 10 solid. He led a couple laps on yeah. pit strategy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I like, uh, I, I like his odds for a good finish. I feel like if I'm going to pick a winner, like if I actually had to pick a winner, winner, why you're not? Because really he always wins. He did he always wins the new races? But I don't know, man. I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling like a sloppy Kyle Larson win is in the mm. books. I feel like a driver that's pissed off and pushed up against a wall is going to push other people up against the concrete wall. He's tired of Lots being of the butt of the pushing up on the wall. There, it's interesting. I don't know, man. SVG right now to secure a top five finish in the Grant Park 220 is plus 550. Those odds are lower than I thought they were. Which, honestly, okay, one below him, because it's ranking by odds. Top five, plus 750, Chase Briscoe. I feel like that's not... Why would I ever bet on a Stuart Haas driver? But, road course, Chase Briscoe, good. No, he's I'd rather never have done Austin anything Cinder. in the next gen car, though. I feel like yeah. he was like super strong in the Xfinity cars, mm-hmm. but in the next gen car, has he really done anything that's impressive? Andy Valley is also plus five thousand five hundred to get in top five if you're really trying to make some money. If it rains, maybe. Uh huh. Um, I don't think it's going to rain in Chicago this weekend. Hope not. Um, I kind of hope so. That's <laughs> a show, indeed. <laughs> You'll be breaking before the start finish line. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we need to see that happen. Um. I don't know. I feel like uh, that's SVG plus five fifty seems really a little low to me. That 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 I would not take a top five. I take a top ten bet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess we got a lot to look at. Um. One thing, I guess, before we round out the field, um, you know, obviously the uh, there was a news that came out today. We're not going to go into huge detail, but the 84 car withdrew from uh, from competition at the Chicago Street Course. We just want to, you know, send thoughts and prayers to Jimmy Johnson and his family. Again, won't go into details about any of it. You can look that up yourself if, if that's what you want to do. Just obviously horrifying situation and uh, thoughts and prayers to him and his family. Indeed. Uh, and we won't we won't go into any other detail about that. But um, anyways, moving on, we're going to round out the field here. A little bit of something I said I'd get to and I forgot to when we were talking about last week's races. So the IMSA race at Watkins Glen, I think I'm an IMSA fan. I think after that race and the 24 Hours of Le Mans, I'm totally in on watching more IMSA races because that was an exhilarating final hour of that race. Um, the BMW uh, DPI or... Hypercar, I don't, I, I forget all the classes that they're called. I think it's now called GTR. Is this is the class absolutely dominating the race? And the Porsche made up like ten seconds in the final forty minutes, having to dice through traffic and made an insane move going into the boot to get around the BMW and win the race. Ended up getting um, cucumbered at the end of it because the car was illegal again. The hypercars continue to have issues with legality of their cars. 
And the BMW ended up winning their first ever um, IMSA race uh, as a hypercar. So that was pretty cool. Um, awesome racing. Great battle for the GTD class between, or GTD Pro with the Lexus Ferrari. And I believe it was the Corvette team. Absolutely stunning racing. Beautiful track, beautiful conditions all weekend. LMP3 drivers are still idiots. Um, Shouts out to the dentists. We love you, but you guys can't drive. Um, Good racing overall. If you're not watching IMSA, check it out. I think that was probably the most fun, uh, like, you know, road course race I've seen outside of IndyCar this year. And that's a shot at F1. I I watched a little bit of the Formula E race Saturday Ah, night. Ah, yes. Crazy, right? Talladega. Yeah, Talladega. Uh, Um, Not... Not super sure of Formula E just in general. Um, commercials came at weird times. Yeah, broadcast was a little sus, but like, and then I thought it was like twenty eight laps, and then like with four to go, they're like, "Oh, we're adding four more laps," and I'm like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, they sure. kind of do that based on the battery. Like, of the I I know right? that, but I don't feel good about that. You know, it doesn't like I like. Good. I like to go into a race being like, all right, I know this is going to end here. It's like, it's like stoppage time in soccer, but like in racing. And I, it, I don't know, for me, like did not sell, sit well with me at all. Like, I think that's the first Formula One or Formula E race that I've watched live. And I like, like I, I was entertained, fun. but like I, every pass, like even when they were like 18 wide, I never felt like, oh, like this is important because it almost felt like, I mean, the way that they were explaining it was like, literally, you don't want to be the leader. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, you don't, you don't uh, want to be opening that pocket of air for everyone else. Yeah, and like, I, I, I get that, but like, that's super speedway. That's not road course, you know. I don't know. Uh, it's um, GTA racing is a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah, like slipstream on max slipstream. I don't know. It was, anyways. I, I'm not gonna lie, yeah, a little ridiculous, but the the racing was fun. I, I was I was entertained for the 30 minutes that I tuned in. So at the end of the day, that's kind of what it's all about, and can't complain too much. Yeah, I think that overall, like the Formula E circuit is, it's got a lot of talent in it. That that's why I watch it because the talent levels are really high, and I want to see drivers that used to be really good, kind of, um, you know, getting a shot at, you know, something that's a little different from what they're used mm-hmm. to. I don't know. I like it. I think there's some great drivers in the series. I think it's I think it's fun. I think that the it definitely benefits from shorter circuits that are a little tighter to make the racing a little more interesting. But I mean, I mm-hmm. love Mexico City and I thought Portland was fun. It's just obviously different. I wouldn't yeah. necessarily say Portland is the track that Formula E needs to be running in America, but I'm glad they came over here and showed. Yeah, I kind of, I don't know, like I, I, it was unique and kind of fun to see them on a purpose-built road course. I did like that. Yeah. I know that they're more just like all street circuits, which is cool because you can pretty much go anywhere and race. Um, and exactly. I think some work really well. Some kind of just look awkward. Um, yeah. but I, I think there's definitely like it's got to be like a short track road course. Like I think like Brands Hatch or something would would kind of work. Brands Hatch would be kind of sick, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, obviously not. I was gonna say maybe Sonoma. Sonoma, honestly, Sonoma. I don't know short, if they can yeah. do uphill though because of the way their engines are. Uh, it's because it's like it's point. taking more energy for them to get like uphill, you know. Yeah, that's a good point. And they got to recharge the batteries and shit like that. I mean, I'm not really like a know uh, but yeah i'm not an engineer uh, nolan you got any engineering background with uh formula uh, e absolutely not 
Okay, <laughs> perfect. Um, you got anything, Nolan, that you want to talk about? Yeah, hey, uh, so I went to the dirt track this past weekend. And so oh, this yeah. is a, a kind reminder to everybody who listens to go visit your uh, local racetrack. It was like $12 to get in. The beers were $4, and oh. they literally raced from 7 to 10.30 of just different classes, mm-hmm. uh, awesome. you know, heat races, last chance qualifier. Heck, it was even... It was great because one of the super fast classes that I, for some reason, can't think of, uh, this one kid just absolutely crushed everybody, got out of the car, and he was like 10 years old. Yeah, and it's, it's like, weird. Man, like, <laughs> that the, car is actual way children faster. running the big yeah. blocks, and it's crazy. Yeah. Like, oh my goodness, like, these are actual legitimate children, like, just schooling the field. That's awesome. Yeah, Which, uh... so it was. It was a lot of fun, so I recommend it. Uh, Albany, Saratoga. So it's like this. To be to be honest with you, the car count was actually pretty good. I was really impressed. But I think there's a there's a couple of local racetracks. One runs on Friday, which is Albany, Saratoga, and then on Saturday they run Lebanon. So I think a lot of the the teams they you know just race all weekend essentially, and they go from Friday to Saturday. But um, it's funny, man, because. The, the track itself is obviously very dated. Like, you know, the fence looks like it was built in the 70s. Like, it was just very nostalgic feeling for somebody, you know, who may appreciate an old school vibe. Like, this track was it. It was just very, here's our racetrack. We've got a little fence and a little, you know, set of grandstands. And you guys just enjoy cars going fast. And I appreciate that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's 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 classic racing. It's it's pretty cool, honestly. I'm glad you got to do that, man. I, I yeah, myself, uh, I got to go to um, a race over here in Tampa once. I, I was it Bay Hill? No, that's a golf course. Oh, it's the Mayor of Danger Bay. That's what I hear. No, it's not that yeah, one. It's a racetrack. No, I, I. Why am I forgetting the name? Kevin, help me out on this one. What was the name of the track again? The dirt track. Yeah, the dirt track in Tampa or Riverview. It is. Why are you blanking? Oh, why am I, I blanking? There, like, East, Bay. East Bay. East Bay, yeah, East Bay. East, East Bay Raceway cool. Park. Yeah, I, don't know I, I hope it's still there. I, I haven't checked it. I think so. It... Yeah, I think it is. I think it's Tony yeah. Stewart was racing there not long ago, actually. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's closed right now for because its hours are not open at the moment on a Wednesday at uh or Wednesday Wednesday no Thursday Tuesday 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 in it you're uh, yeah. <laughs> When the episode will come out on Wednesday, but yeah, regardless, yeah, dirt dirt racing is cool. I'm, I'm I like seeing it in person. I don't like necessarily watching it on TV, but I, I, going in person is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It's definitely an art for sure. Like, oh yeah, I the can't first that cars that kind of rolled out there, I was like, yeah, I could do this. Like that's easy. And then like halfway through, when like the the big boys come out, you're like, yeah, nope, that's I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. It's, so for it's for my rounding out the field. I will say kind of everything F1 F1 lives. Everything I've heard is that like Nick DeFries is 100% not coming back. Ugh. Um this year, Devastating. which like I think is kind of tough for him just because AlphaTauri is literally last in the constructors right now. And so it's kind of hard to like prove yourself but like Yuki's just been decimating him. Um and with that, I mean you have your your probably most marketable driver in F one, kind of just waiting to for a ride in Daniel Ricardo. So Daniel Ricardo, I don't want to watch him run in nineteenth. I don't 
think I think honestly, like if if Ricardo goes there, Yuki's a prospect. Like they're probably going to pump some more money into Alfatari um, than they normally would, just from like yeah. a promotional side, and also just like hey, oh. like these are two drivers that we actually like have a future with. Like especially Yuki, now that he's kind of established himself as like, a clear runner for the Red Bull seat, if Checo does retire and they can't poach Lando Norris or someone. Um, I wouldn't want to poach Lando Norris, to be honest. I don't need to give my championship driver actual young competition. competition. Yeah. That's fair. Well, I mean, fair. Sergio, I think, is still good competition, but he's nowhere yeah. near like those likes of Valtteri Botas was to Lewis Hamilton. I think he's on par, but just... Uh, like, I, this... think, I think Checo has, like, more... He's more consistent. Like, if, if you need Checo to be your player of be the team player, I think he'll yeah. do that, whereas Botas wouldn't. Um, I'd put their, like, race pace. I'd, I'd probably give race pace, honestly, to Checo, but I'd give qualifying to Valtteri, and that sometimes is the difference from a weekend. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. If I don't think Yuki's the guy. I would actually go poach Botas if um, Checo retired, because I think that Botas no. wasted. I no, think Botas, Botas is being wasted. Is washed in a half. No, he's not. Yes, dude. He what is, are you bro. talking about? Yeah, oh get out of here. Botas is, I'm be honest, if Botas got fired at the end of this year, I would not. And I don't think he'd blink twice. He'd be like, you know what? Fuck it. I've had my good run. Like, it's so hard, bro. Like, F1's such like a, what they call it? Piranha cutthroat. something. Piranha party. I don't know. Um, it's, a, it's cutthroat. Like once you're at a top team, bro, you can't go to a second team. Like you, you work your way up to the top team, but after that, it's just got to be miserable. And granted, Fernando Alonso with... just did it. Well, okay, that what's how F1 many champion. Midfield... I understand. I'm just how saying. How many midfield teams have we seen establish themselves as front runners in the last literally ten years? And you can name a singular team, and that is Aston Martin this year. That is not normal. Racing point um, three years ago. Not really, to be honest. They got a fluke, uh, but they, really? they weren't consistently getting podiums. Lance Stroll got a pole. Lance Stroll. I, I could, I could have gotten that. No, you could not have gotten that pole. Probably not, but maybe. <laughs> Get out of here. All right. Um, <laughs> real quick, bouncing around. I actually looked at the weather for Chicago and chance of rain all weekend. Oh, so could be interesting. I really hope it doesn't rain. I want to see them actually do this normally. Mm-hmm. So. We'll see. I did actually remember someone saying that if it does rain on Saturday for Xfinity qualifying, that they probably would just cancel it because it wouldn't be fair from one group to another if it rains. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, bullshit, but I get it. I get it. Um. All right. So, uh, real quick, I just want to give a shout out to our producers at Rogue Media Network. Thank you guys for producing the podcast episode. Make sure to check out all the podcasts and media um, on their website at roguemedianetwork.com. You can find all of our episodes there, including this one. Bookmark our page on the website so you can check out all the new episodes as soon as they come out. And make sure to subscribe to us also on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify so you can get everything up to date. And if you want more things up to date, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at LTLN Podcast. You can follow me at LTLN underscore Anthony, Kevin at KJCOS99. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. And Nolan, I believe, is NASCAR Nolan. 
Yes. And we are also on TikTok now, LTLN Podcast. We haven't posted anything. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We haven't posted anything, but that is something that you should go follow if you want to see some more content. I agree. I didn't know we were on TikTok. I'll make some TikToks. Surprise. I'll post post on Be Real soon. Nolan and Anthony, have you all added each other on Be Real? Oh yeah, we're all we're yeah. all friends here on Be Real. Yeah. I'm not gonna make, all right, good. I can't yeah, make yesterday I, I learned that everybody can see when you unblur stuff. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> That's That's really yeah. So if you unblur, it'll let you know. And I didn't know that, so I'm over here unblurring a bunch of stuff because <laughs> I didn't want to post. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, all right, boys. Uh, as always, it's, it's been a pleasure. I have personally been Kevin. I have unfortunately been Anthony. And I've been, unfortunately, Nolan. You can't take my joke. Well, no, I, I thought that's what all three of us were going no, for. I thought said, Kevin said no, that. He, Kevin he's, he's, he's in his 30s now, man. He's slowing down. Yeah, old okay. man Nolan can't keep up with the times. Can't keep up with the trends. <laughs> I can't. Well, I've been Nolan. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week for a roundup of Chicago and looking forward to the rest of the second half of the season. Love you guys. Bye. 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 This has been a Rogue Media Network production.